Welcome to the Ready to Thrive podcast. My name is Jacqueline, and I don't know if you've ever felt like you are just surviving your life. I know I have, and that's why I created this space. I want to help you move from surviving to thriving. My goal is to help you get unstuck and actually enjoy your life. Each week, I'll be sharing practical tips and always point you to Jesus. So what are you waiting for? Let's get ready to thrive. Hello and welcome to Ready to Thrive. Now today we are kicking it old school. We are going back to the way Ready to Thrive started out. It started out not as an interview show, but uh, me just providing some practical tips, always pointing you you to Jesus. And I wanted to have just a takeaway from you, an action step at the end of each episode. So we are going to have that today as well. I want to read to you from one of our two uh, theme verses for the show. And if you're a newer listener, you'd be like, theme verses? Yes, we started off having theme verses. And that really has stayed true, even though I haven't shared them as much lately. Um, I want to read to you from Romans 12, 2. I'm actually going to read from the Passion Translation. And Romans 12, 2 says, Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. And I love that Romans 12 too just talks about this renewing of our mind. And I thought today we're going to keep it simple. I'm just going to talk about two really simple mindset shifts you can have today to help you thrive in your life. So mindset shift number one is simply this. I am not stuck. And I think sometimes we find ourselves in various circumstances in our life where we just feel stuck. We feel like, hey, I'm not, I'm not where I want to be in this aspect of my life. Whether it is friendships, maybe you're feeling like, I'm lonely. I don't have a lot of friends right now. Or you're feeling like I'm I'm not happy with my weight or my health. Like I can feel stuck there. Or I'm not happy in my career or my finances or my relationship. There can be so many different things in our life that we can feel just stuck in. So the mindset shift we're going to talk about first is I am not stuck. And I really think this is where renewing our mind comes into play where we can realize that, yes, while things may not be ideal, the circumstances in this area of our life may not be ideal, there often is something we can do. And one of the keys really is being able to discern what can I do from what I can't do. So let's just take friendships for an example. I can't go up to somebody and I can't force them to be my friend, right? Like I just can't, um, that would cause people to run away. But I can spend some time thinking about like, who do I have in my life? Who is in my neighborhood? Who do I have within my circle of, of people in my life? Or who have I been friends with that maybe I've just been waiting for them to reach out to me? Or maybe Uh, A friend of mine and I had um, a miscommunication and I'm waiting for 
her to remedy the situation or I'm just hoping it'll go away, right? Like there are certain things sometimes where we can feel a little bit like a victim in an area when um, we just aren't being brave to do the thing we might need to do to change the circumstances. Uh, One thing I'm going to talk about in the coming weeks is a few areas in which Brendan and I have really gone after changing our circumstances in what we could control um, in a few areas of our life. So one of them being our health. So in the last seven months between the two of us, we've we've lost 30 pounds. Um, And this hasn't been from being super extreme, um, but really it's been paying attention and changing some of our daily habits like there's like there's things we can do here right like we're not we're actually not a victim in this area it doesn't mean things have come easily to us um and on a personal note for me um I had done a bit of work in this area kind of November December and then I actually had gotten pregnant in um January we actually had a miscarriage and I haven't shared that on here I did share it on Instagram Um, and so it was a loss for us walking through that, um, obviously mourning the loss of this baby and this hope and this dream. But also for me, I, my body had changed significantly maybe because, um, it, I'd actually had a miscarriage a number of years ago. So this is actually my fifth pregnancy. And so your body seems to change really quickly. Um, but for me, I was a secondary loss was the discouragement of like, hey, I did all this work to like finally lose that baby weight. And now here I am um, with this extra weight. Like, God, that seems really cruel. That doesn't seem fair. But if I stayed in a place of just blaming the circumstance or the fact that it's not fair, that doesn't actually help me move towards my goal. And so at a certain point when my body had healed enough, I just said, you know what, I'm actually going to go, I'm going to go back to the gym and I'm going to pay attention to what I eat. I'm going to make healthy choices. And so um, I had to get to that place of realizing like, I'm not stuck here. Same with our finances. So uh, we did share an episode in the fall and we're going to do an update shortly explaining a little bit more, but we in the last seven months have paid over $20,000 down in debt. And again, this isn't doing anything extreme. We didn't get some big inheritance or giant amount of money but we we made a plan we made a budget and we really started paying attention to where our money was going and and um we were really frustrated in our circumstances it started because a year ago we said we want to be able to buy a bigger home and we live in a very very expensive real estate market and we had this uh, burden of this debt Again, not because we're um, not because we're being so foolish with our money. We actually try to be wise with our money. We just didn't have didn't have a plan with it. We weren't paying attention, and so for me, I could get stuck in blame of like blame that like Brendan, why don't you make more money? If only you made more money, or blame in our area. Like, why does this area have to be so expensive where we live? Um, there could be a, a variety of things, or even blaming or being frustrated at other friends of ours it's like well well they seem to have got it made they they were given a better dealt a better hand 
going into this, um, that can keep me stuck. But what we had to recognize is we couldn't, like blaming anybody else or any other circumstance isn't going to help us get out of this situation. And so we just said, you know what, we actually have to turn, face the reality and the hard thing of like, you know what, we've been doing great in certain areas of our finances, in other areas, not so much. We just need to pay better attention and we need to really be disciplined in other areas. And so we started this budget and we have changed our circumstances. We're not arrived. We haven't arrived to where we want to be in our health. We haven't arrived where we want to be um, in our finances, but we recognize like we're not stuck here. And even going back to the friendship thing, again, um, this, this is a hard one. I also want to say like over this past year, so much division that we've seen play out on social media and in the media in general, like those things are happening, um, in friendships, like those things are happening at a ground level. And so we end up having these, um, miscommunications, these divisions, and, um, that in itself produces a ton of anxiety. And so, um, Again, it might be, what do we need to turn and face in our lives? Do we need to have a hard conversation with a friend? Um, Not to say, hey, you were wrong and I I can't believe you voted for so-and-so or you believe this about COVID or whatever it is, but actually just saying, you know what, this friendship is worth more than any, you know, differing opinion we've had in the past. Um, So what does it look like to actually go go to somebody and say, Hey, I'm taking ownership for my my part in our falling out. I'm I'm asking you to forgive me, right? Actually apologizing. And so all that to say, we're not stuck where we are. It might actually mean we have to do a few things, but the real wisdom is knowing the difference between what are the things we can control? What are the things we have a say in? And what are the things we don't? And so once we realize, hey, I, I can change my circumstances. I can do things in this area. It may not be quick, both with the finances and the um, health and like weight loss. That's seven months is a long time. And if you would look at a graph, you would see there, has, there was ups and there was downs. And some of those downs, like I said, with um, my miscarriage, they're really down. Like they're, they're very discouraging. So it's not to make light of those things. But to say, I'm not stuck here, I think is a huge mindset shift. Okay, so moving on to the second mindset shift I want to talk about today. It's, I am not behind in my own life. And I don't know if you've ever felt this. I actually talked about this in the episode with Jennifer Dukesley. And just this idea of waking up in the morning and sometimes feeling already behind. And whether it is from a place of where I think I should be, right? Like I should be graduated with this degree by now. I should be married by now or have kids or have this job or be at this certain level in our finances or whatever the thing might be. I should be here. I should be this place in my career. And so we can, we can get to the place of feeling so behind in our lives. It can actually paralyze us from making any forward progress which then actually does in a way put us behind and so what can we do um, 
in order to not feel behind. Um, I think in some ways we can, again, going back to that other point, we can recognize like what are the things, what are the things we can do in our lives if we have, if we have a goal, because sometimes when we're, we feel behind, it's probably there for a reason, right? There's probably a goal or something we're working towards. So again, stepping back and saying, I can't do everything, but what can I do to make a simple step forward? And I think for Brendan and I, when it came to finances, like we, we were very discouraged in some of those early months feeling like we're never going to pay this off. We're never going to get there. But what we could do is we could make a budget. We could decide to meet once a week and just check in and see where we're at with our finances. And again, it was just these very little steps are going to start to kind of build this momentum, um, which helps you feel in many ways like you're not behind because you're starting to move things forward. One of the things about feeling like we are behind in life really can rob us from enjoying our present, right? It can rob us from the gifts that we have right now in front of us because we can feel like this sense of, I would be happier if only, like if only I could get there, if only, and we can live in that place of if only without pausing to look around and say, not only is this space I'm in pretty great. Now it's not perfect. Of course, there's reasons we have these hopes and dreams and visions, um, but it allows us to really enjoy the place that we're at because when we move on from this place, we will probably look back and say, oh, that was, that was so great. And, and you can do this as you look five years ago or 10 years ago, you'll look back with fondness. Like I will look back at fondness at, at oh, when my kids were toddlers and babies, oh, that, they were so cute. Isn't that so great? No, I was miserable, right? Like I wasn't sleeping and they were so demanding. Um, and was I, was I enjoying it? Of course I enjoyed so much fit in the present, but there also can be the sense of, well, as soon as, as soon as that kid gets out of diapers or as soon as they move into their own better, as soon as they all get into elementary school, as soon as, right, we can kind of live in that place of, I can't wait until I get to that place without really fully being present and enjoying the present. I also think one of the things of operating from a place of feeling like we're behind is we have a really, really hard time giving ourselves permission to rest. And a mindset shift here can be feeling like or understanding that rest is productive. So actually saying, you know what, choosing to rest is going to help me when it's time to work again, operate from a place of rest, not for rest right? We can be on this hustle and this treadmill feeling like as soon as I get all these things done, then I get to rest. Well, what would it look like if we actually have rest blocked right into our schedule that we've given ourselves full permission to rest well? And I have a few episodes on rest. I'm not going to dive into what that looks like um, for us or what that might look like for you. I know this is something that people, everyone that I talk to really struggles with. And even for us as we worked to create a rhythm of a Sabbath in our lives. Um, it took a long time to establish that rhythm because it was so not only countercultural, but kind of counter, um, 
what was going on inside of me. Like I was used to being like, it's hard to imagine for a second, like you literally are on a treadmill and you're at a high speed and then you just press stop and the treadmill doesn't stop that instant, right? It actually needs to slow down. And so I think that's part of it is learning like, how do I actually wind down? And what are activities that are restful? Some of the activities we choose to be restful are are actually depleting us. And so it takes a while to figure that out. So give yourself lots of grace if that has been a struggle for you. Um, But have that mindset shift that rest, rest is productive. Um, All right. So two mindset shifts. Number one, I am not stuck. And number two, I am not behind in my own life. I want to give you guys some action steps. Um, The first one is when you catch yourself thinking about blaming someone else or blaming a circumstance for where you're at, just stop and recognize what can I do in this moment or what can I do today even to change course Sometimes we have those moments where we realize, oh, like I'm, I'm really not, I'm not where I want to be in my life in this area. And so those can be hard, sobering moments where we realize, oh, like maybe even as a parent, like, huh, like I'm, I'm maybe not really where I want to be. And so even though those are hard, I would just say sit in the hard for a minute, use that as fuel to be able to think about who do I want to be? What is the path I want to walk on in this area of my life? Um, And begin to, I would say, just pray and dream with God and ask him for inspiration. The Holy Spirit gives us so many incredible ideas. We just sometimes um, brush them off. We don't act on them. And I feel like when when I do obey, when I do act on those Holy Spirit prompts, The thing that I've been thinking lately that keeps coming to mind is this phrase that you will never regret it. You will never regret obedience to the Holy Spirit. And it could be something really small, right? He could be tapping on the heart and saying, hey, like it's it's actually time for you to start waking up and having like quiet time with me. Not because it's this legalistic requirement, but because I just want to fill you up before you start your day so you have something to pour from or maybe he's saying hey I want you to stop drinking so much coffee right I've felt that nudge before and it's like what is that you God that can't be you that's that's obviously the devil Um, but there's been certain nudges where I feel like he's just been nudging me along to better health Um, even with our finances Brendan and I would both say that we both felt a Holy Spirit nudge to say hey it's it's time to pay attention to this 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 area of your life isn't thriving. Um, and so it was a slow process of obedience saying, you're right, we need to start it off really um, reading a book. We both read a financial book and we're like, okay, we, we need to start taking action steps. So yes, we started our budget in October. We started prepping for it in September. I'd read the book in August. So there's a lot of stages um, leading up to that. So give yourself lots of grace that... Um, some of these things we're not going to tackle right away, but pay attention, ask the Holy Spirit, um, what do you want me to do today in this area? Um, and focusing on if there's an area you're behind in, 
just ask God, why am I feeling this way? Um, And sometimes, like I said before, it is because there's something big that we desire in our lives and it feels so incredibly impossible. So again, just ask God, what does a simple step forward look like? And he might surprise you and say, rest, which again, doesn't feel like a step forward. Or maybe he'll give you the smallest idea for an action. Someone to call, an email to send, something you hadn't thought about doing before. And again, just give yourself that grace. You're not necessarily going to arrive at the destination tomorrow, but God is leading you and he will take you there or more likely somewhere even better that he has planned for you. And I want to close uh, today by reading Ephesians 3, 16 to 20 from the Passion Translation. And it says, And I pray that he would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and explosive power. Then, by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside you and the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your life. Then you will be empowered to discover what every Holy One experiences, the great magnitude of the astonishing love of Christ in all its dimensions, how deeply intimate and far-reaching is his love, how enduring and inclusive it is, Endless love beyond measurement that transcends our understanding. This extravagant love pours into you until you are filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all. For his miraculous power constantly energizes you. Now, if that doesn't get you fired up, I don't know what will. That was Ephesians 3, 16 to 20 from the Passion Translation. I hope you have enjoyed this old school throwback to Ready to Thrive, looking at how we can really renew our mind with two simple mindset shifts. First one, I am not stuck. And the second one, I am not behind in my own life. I hope you have a great day and I hope this has helped you move one step closer to thriving. Thank you for listening to another episode of Ready to Thrive. Now, if that to you felt a little bit like an appetizer or maybe like a starter salad, but you're like, I I need the main meal. I need more. Head over to my website and check out um, one of my two courses, either Tangled or Ready to Rise. Tangled is for the woman who feels like, yeah, I, I am stuck in a lot of areas of my life. I really do struggle with blame or complaining or anger or jealousy. And I don't know why I keep trying to manage these things, but I actually want to get rid of them. Check out my course, Tangled. And if you're a woman who feels like, I feel like there's something more, like there's something more I need to be doing with my life, but I don't know what that is. I'm actually not totally sure what my gifts, skills, talents, and abilities are. 
and maybe I just feel afraid. Like I, I don't know how to move forward. Then my course Ready to Rise is for you. And both of these courses can be found on my website at JacquelineWeiner.com. I'd love to see you inside one of those. Can I just say thank you for listening? This space has been incredibly encouraging for me this past year. And as I am being deeply encouraged by these conversations, I trust you are as well. And I'm not going to ask you to rate the show or subscribe, but I am going to ask if while you are listening today, a friend popped into your mind and you thought, hmm, I think they could use this encouragement. Can I ask you to share this episode with them, with one person? When I listen to podcasts on my phone, there are three little dots at the bottom right, and I click there to share. Also, can I say sometimes I don't share with others as I'm worried about what they'll think of me if they think I'm bugging them by sharing something. But when someone shares something with me, I am never bothered. Often it is the exact thing I needed to hear. So if someone popped into your mind, click those three little dots and share this encouraging conversation with them. And thank you for listening to Ready to Thrive.